This evening we'll explore one of the <clears throat> Buddhist teachings that he stressed and often repeated from a number of different perspectives in relationship to the first foundation or first um, domain of mindfulness, mindfulness of the body, the body in the body, rupa, rupakaya, the body group in Pali. In conjunction with this teaching, we'll also spend some time exploring a specific practice regarding the four great elements, the four great essentials, as they're sometimes called, through uh, a guided uh, meditation that's potentially a window, an opening to the direct experience, discernment, and understanding of one aspect of ultimate reality, the ultimate reality of form, materiality, rupa, the reality of how it really is. One aspect of how, what, this body and every other form really is, which is a direct pointer to the not-self-characteristic of all forms, all rupas. So, beginning with the question, how do you identify yourself? For most of us, if not pretty much all of us, a primary or at least a large part of our personal identification uh, as who and what we are is related to our body, our physicality, or again in the language of the Buddha, we identify ourselves in good part through rupa, again the Pali word that translates as material form or materiality. So let's just consider this uh, for a moment in relationship to yourself. I'm a woman, or I'm a man. I'm thin, or fat, or not too thin, or not too fat. I'm tall, or short, or average height. I'm good-looking, handsome, beautiful, ugly plain, attractive, unattractive. I have dark skin, or I have light skin, or I have good skin, or I have bad skin. My nose is large, or my nose is too big, or small, or I have a cute nose. I have beautiful hair, or 
not enough hair or too much hair or my hair isn't the right color anymore. I'm wrinkled and old and weak. I'm young, strong, smooth-skinned. And on and on and on it goes. With all of these personal identities constantly changing over the years, changing within days, and changing within just moments in our mind. Even though we engage tremendous effort, energy, and time in clinging to these various changing identities. Truly, there's really no place to hang our identity hat for more than a few moments, if that. Really no place to rest in these constantly changing relative perceptions and ideas of who we think we are. As I already mentioned briefly, the Buddha offered uh, a very profound uh, teaching and a very specific practice in conjunction with this teaching that we'll begin to explore together this evening. And we'll begin our exploration with uh, the particular way that the Buddha offered the teaching of the four great elements or the four great essentials to his son Rahula. And we'll begin with the story uh, behind the sutta. And this uh, sutta is uh, from the Majjhimanakaya uh, Sutta 62, the greater discourse of advice to Rahula. So the story behind the sutta, and a lot of the suttas have stories behind them, uh, because they, they, pretty much all of them come from life experiences, and the stories behind them are quite interesting in how the sutta uh, kind of comes about or various reasons that it was given. So the story behind this sutta is this. Rahula, the Buddha's uh, 18-year-old son, was uh, following the Buddha on a particular uh, day as they were on their way into the village for alms rounds. And with admiration, uh, as he was walking behind the Buddha, his father, he noted the physical perfection of his father. And he reflected uh, with some degree of pride uh, that he himself was of similar appearance, thinking, I too am handsome, like my father, the Blessed One. The Buddha's form is beautiful, and mine is too. Well, the Buddha uh, read Rahula's thoughts and decided to admonish him at once before such vain thoughts would lead him to greater difficulties. 
maybe a little difficult to have such a father around you all the time, reading your mind. <laughs> no privacy whatsoever. <laughs> so that morning, uh, the Buddha framed his advice in terms of contemplating the body as neither a self nor as the possession of a self. And these were the words uh, that he offered his son, the teaching that he offered his son. Rahula, any kind of material form, whatever, whether past, future, or present, internal or external, gross or subtle, inferior, superior, far or near, all material form should be seen as it actually is with proper wisdom thus. This is not mine. This I am not. This is not myself. Well, 18-year-old Rahula felt quite rightly scolded by his father. And so uh, he decided to sit down under a tree by the side of the road to reflect on the admonishment and the teaching rather than continue on into the village with the Buddha uh, uh, for alms rounds. Though he quite soon got distracted uh, by conversation with the venerable Sariputta, uh, who actually was his primary teacher, who was walking down the road, came walking down the road on his way to town for alms round. The following teaching, teaching was given to Rahula by the Buddha later that evening in order to dispel Rahula's attachment to the body, which had not yet been removed by the brief instruction on uh, the egolessness of material form that the Buddha had given him uh, earlier that day on their way into the village for alms round. And this uh, teaching that was offered in the evening uh, by the Buddha to Rahula has two parts. The first part, uh, the Buddha uses the four great elements in the teaching as both a metaphor and as a direct experience teaching in relationship to the body itself being a composite of the earth element, the water element, the fire element, and the air element. And he also adds the element of space, meaning by this all of the openings, holes, all of the apertures, all of the spaces throughout the body internally, and all of the space around everywhere externally. The second part of of this uh, teaching that the Buddha offered to his son that evening, he encourages his son to dissolve the sense of self in the impersonal elements that make up the world, including that make up the body. The goal is not to infuse the world with self, but to drain the self of self, so to say, and uh, also to realize that what leads to suffering lies in finding things agreeable and disagreeable, and that with an attitude of not mine towards all phenomena, the mind is liberated from its clinging, this attitude of not mine, not me, not who I am.
And so a slightly condensed uh, form of the sutta. And this is, again, the Buddha's words, but that's slightly condensed because there's a lot of repetition. And by the way, I, I, uh, it might be interesting to know that, and maybe some of you already know this, of course, that in the suttas there is a lot of repetition uh, because many, many people uh, at that time did not know how to read or write, and they learned uh, orally by hearing, and so things were repeated and repeated, uh, and that's how they learned. There was a lot of memorization, much better at it than we are today, because we can read it however many times we think we need to, to try to remember. But they remembered because they had to. (laughs) Rahula, develop meditation that is like the earth. For when you develop meditation that is like the earth, arisen agreeable and disagreeable contacts will not invade your mind and remain. Just as people throw clean things and dirty things, such as excrement, urine, spittle, pus, and blood on the earth, and the earth is not horrified, humiliated, or disgusted because of that, so too Rahula develop meditation that is like the earth. For when you develop meditation that is like the earth, arisen agreeable and disagreeable contacts will not invade your mind mind and remain. Rahula develop meditation that is like water. For when you develop meditation that is like water, arisen agreeable and disagreeable contacts will not invade your mind and remain. Just as people wash clean and dirty things, such as excrement, urine, spittle, pus, and blood in water, and water is not horrified, humiliated, or disgusted because of that, so too, Rahula, develop meditation that is like water. For when you develop meditation that is like water, arisen, agreeable, and disagreeable contacts will not invade your mind and remain. Rahula, develop meditation that is like fire. For when you develop meditation that is like fire, arisen, agreeable, and disagreeable contacts will not invade your mind and remain. Just as fire burns clean things and dirty things, fire is not horrified, humiliated, and disgusted because of that. So, to Rahula, develop meditation that is like fire. For when you develop meditation that is like fire, arisen, agreeable, and disagreeable contacts will not invade your mind and remain. Rahula, develop meditation that is like air. Just as the air blows on clean things and dirty things, such as excrement, urine, spittle, pus, and blood, and the air is not horrified, humiliated, and disgusted because of that, so too, Rahula, develop meditation that is like the air. For when you develop meditation that is like the air, arisen, agreeable, and disagreeable contacts will not invade your mind and remain. Rahula, develop meditation that is like space. 
For when you develop meditation that is like space, arisen, agreeable, and disagreeable contacts will not invade your mind and remain. Just as space is not established anywhere, so too Rahula developed that is med- meditation that is like space. For when you develop meditation that is like space, arisen, agreeable, and disagreeable contacts will not invade your mind and remain. And so now we'll begin to explore the practice of the four great elements or the four great essentials, as it's uh, sometimes called. And what we will be exploring will be uh, quite familiar to, very familiar to some of you and somewhat familiar to others of you, are, are the characteristics of each of the elements. And before we actually begin the the guided meditation, I'd like to go over each of the characteristics. I'll just mention each of the characteristics of each element. Now, you don't have to memorize this. I mean, just listen. (laughs) So the earth element, the characteristics of the earth element. Hardness, roughness, heaviness, softness, smoothness, lightness. The characteristics of the water element, flowing, cohesion. The characteristics of the fire element, heat or warmth and cold or coolness and the characteristics of the wind or the air element. It's called either one, wind or air. Supporting, pushing. So all of this will become clear, or at least clearer, as we explore these elements and their characteristics uh, through the guided meditation. And the practice that we'll explore uh, uh, develops and strengthens uh, a very focused attention and cultivates insight. So now taking a few moments to really settle into your body and settling in with ease and uh, relaxation. And now bringing the attention directly to the breath, the uh, sensing and knowing the sensations 
of the in-breath and the out-breath in the abdominal area. However they are. The attention settling in and again focusing on the sensations of breath in the belly. Gathering in the dispersed energy of the mind. Gathering it in with a focused attention. So Concentrating the mind in this way for a few moments. And we'll take some time to just simply allow a focused attention to develop and blossom with a clear intention and at the same time a relaxed manner. A clear intention to sustain the attention in the belly in relationship to very simply and gently letting go of whatever comes up other than the breath sensations in the abdominal area. Important to stay relaxed in this process. If the mind wanders, just simply bring it back with this focused attention in the abdominal area. And we'll sit with this for just a little bit, letting the concentration and mindfulness develop and settle in to some degree. A balanced effort, not trying too hard and not being too slack.
And now we'll begin to explore the characteristics of the four great elements directly through our meditation practice. And beginning with the element of wind, air, and starting with the characteristic of pushing. Taking the concentrated attention, concentrated mindful attention that you have just been developing and are now experiencing. And through the sense of touch, bring your attention to a mindful awareness of the pushing sensation in the center of the head as breath moves in and out. Very subtle. Maybe you'll sense it. If the pushing of the breath in the center of the head isn't easy to discern, then try being aware of the pushing in the chest as the chest moves, expands with each in-breath. Or as the abdomen, the belly, moves, pushes out with each in-breath. Wherever there's movement, there's pushing. When you are able to discern this characteristic of pushing, concentrate on it until it becomes clear in your mind. And then move your awareness to another part of the body nearby and look for pushing there. In this way, you'll slowly be able to discern pushing, maybe first in the head or in the belly or in the chest, maybe then in the neck the trunk of the body, arms, legs, feet. And doing this again and again, many times until wherever you place your awareness in the body, you can sense and see and know pushing. In some places it will be obvious. In other places it will be very subtle. But it's present everywhere throughout the body.
And now letting go of the discernment of this characteristic of pushing. Just let it be. You can come back for a few uh, connections with breath in the belly or let's just stick with the breath in the belly at this point. And now we'll move to one of the characteristics of the earth element, discerning hardness. And we'll begin by discerning hardness in the teeth. So just biting your teeth together a few times and feeling how hard they are. Really giving your attention to this. Now relax your bite and still feel the hardness of the teeth. And when you can feel this, try to sense and discern hardness throughout the body in a systematic way from head to feet, in a similar way as you did in discerning pushing. But take care not to deliberately tense the body. And now, let go of this connection and discernment with hardness. Reconnect briefly with the breath in the belly. Now we'll look for another of the characteristics of the earth element, heaviness. Heaviness throughout the body. And we'll begin by placing one hand on top of the other in your lap. Relaxing. And feel the top hand 
feeling the heaviness of the top hand. Or begin by feeling the heaviness of the head by just simply letting it bend forward. And practice this clearly for just a couple of moments, feeling heaviness. And then begin sensing and discerning heaviness throughout the body. Now letting go of the connection with and the discernment of heaviness. And again reconnecting with the sensations of breath in the body briefly. Breath in the belly, excuse me. Now we'll look for supporting throughout the body one of the wind or air element characteristics, supporting. And we'll begin by relaxing our body, relaxing our back, so that the whole body bends forward. Just relaxing, softening, letting the body bend forward. And then straighten your body and keep it straight and upright. Feeling this energy, this force. The force which keeps the body or the energy which keeps the body straight, still, and erect is supporting. So really connecting with that experience. And practice this awareness, this mindful awareness, systematically for a few moments, beginning to discern supporting throughout the body from head to feet.
If you're having some difficulty with this, you can try to feel and discern supporting together with hardness, as this can make it easier to discern supporting. And now letting go of the connection and discernment of this element, air element, characteristic supporting. Let it be, let it go. And again, connecting with a few breaths, breath sensations in the abdominal area. And now we'll look for another of the characteristics of the earth element, softness. And we'll begin by keeping the mouth very relaxed, bringing attention to the area of the mouth. Relaxed mouth. And press your tongue against the inside of your upper or lower lip to feel its softness. Connecting with softness. Now relax your body and practice systematically beginning to sense and discern softness throughout the body.
And now letting go of the connection and discernment of this element of softness or this characteristic of softness. And attention and connection to a couple of breath sensations with the in and the out breath in the belly. And now we'll look for another characteristic of the earth element, smoothness. And we'll begin by wetting our lips with some saliva and rubbing your tongue over them from side to side, just just inside the lips and feeling the smoothness. Really connecting with this earth element characteristic smoothness sensorially not as a thought but as a direct experience practicing this for a few moments and then beginning to sense and discern smoothness throughout the body now just simply letting go of this connection and discernment connection with and discernment of smoothness and returning again reconnecting with 
the sensations of a few breaths in the belly, in the abdominal area. And next, we'll look for another characteristic of the earth element, roughness. And begin by running your tongue back and forth over the bony palate on the roof of the mouth and feeling the roughness there. Once you have a connection and discernment with roughness, begin to discern it throughout the body. And now, letting go of this connection and discernment of the earth element characteristic of roughness. And back to the sensations of a few breaths in the belly.
And now we'll look for another characteristic (coughs) of the earth element. Lightness. And we'll begin by wagging just one single finger up and down. Very lightly wagging it up and down. And feeling its lightness. And again, practicing to begin sensing, seeing, and knowing lightness throughout the body. Now letting go of this connection to the element, element, elemental experience of lightness in the body. And moving the attention to the sensations of breath in the belly for a few breaths.
And next we'll look for one of the characteristics of the fire element, heat or warmth throughout the body. Usually uh, quite easy to sense uh, and discern and know. And next we'll move the attention to the characteristic of coldness or coolness in the body. And begin by feeling the coldness or the coolness of the breath as it enters in through the nostrils. And then begin to feel or discern the coolness or coldness throughout the body. Now letting go of this experience of the elemental characteristic of coolness. And returning the attention to sensations of breath in the abdominal area for a few breaths. All of the elemental characteristics that we've practiced with so far 
are known directly through the sense of touch. The next uh, two elemental characteristics are primarily known through inference. So the characteristic of the one of the characteristics of the water element, cohesion. Awareness of how the body is being held together by the skin and flesh and sinews. Blood being held in by the skin and the uh, membrane of the veins and arteries kind of like water in a balloon. Without cohesion, the body would actually fall into many separate pieces and particles. The force of gravity, which keeps the body stuck, so to say, to the earth, is also cohesion. If cohesion still isn't clear experientially, then you can pay attention to just uh, to sensing just the qualities of pushing and hardness, and eventually you may feel as if the whole body is kind of wrapped up, as if wrapped up in the coils of rope. This can be helpful in discerning this quality or this characteristic of cohesion. And now letting go of this characteristic of cohesion, relaxing and bringing attention to breath in the abdominal area, the sensations there.
The last characteristic that we'll practice with this evening is another, the other characteristic of the water element, flowing. Begin by discerning the flowing of saliva in the mouth. Or maybe the flowing of the blood through the veins. Or the flowing of the air into the lungs or maybe the flowing of the heat moving throughout the body. Developing your meditation on flowing, uh, as was given in previous instructions for the other characteristics that we've been exploring. And now letting go of the connection to and the discernment of this air element, or excuse me, water element characteristic of flowing. Some of these elemental characteristics were probably relatively easy or maybe very easy for you to sense and discern. And some of them not so easy to connect to, sense, feel, and know. But over time, if one continues with this practice, the mind gets more and more concentrated Mindfulness strengthens and the subtleties of the elemental characteristics of the body become more and more easily discernible. And for some people, walking practice can be a very helpful practice activity towards connecting with and discerning the elemental characteristics of the body. How intimately and how 
mindfully connected are you to these most basic and universal experiences. This body in its elemental nature, in its essence, a composite of the earth, water, fire, and air elements, all the characteristics of each of these elements, available, discernible, this body in its ultimate nature, really no different than any other rupa, no different than any other form. And thank you for listening to the Dhamma. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.